check this out. This is fresh get out the China man with the two live boo. Yo, yo, what's up, y'all? It's me, DMC. What's up, y'all? This is the boy Master P. Yo, check us out. Chuck the public enemy. Yo, what's up? This is DJ Yellow from the world's most dangerous group. What's up? This is DLC. This is Especially what's going on here, 
you know. So it was it was a it was an awesome situation, man. And I got so much, man, um, that that's coming on things that I'm already doing. So it's been good, man. That was a blessing, the Chronicles. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. Um, you know, because you're one of the guys, you know, um, that behind the scenes, you know, what I'm saying he was like our, our right hand man to pee. Um, you know, you got to uh, uh, go with him to, to, to Cali and stuff and see how he operates. Mm-hmm. And, and um, when did you first meet Master P, though? I mean, I always knew P growing up, man, since the since man, seven, eight grade, six, seven, eight grade, man, following him around, him and his big brother, Kev, who unfortunately was taken from us. You know, I followed him around. Me and C used to follow him around every basketball court. You know, he was like a, he was like that other brother, that brother that, you know, you know, was close to my age. You know what I'm saying? I have, you know, older brother, but he was like that other brother that was close to my age, you know, that I could be around. And, you know, so I was always with him. Yeah, yeah, and but you and um, you and C Murder, you you would you were you guys uh, more close at that time since you guys were around the same age or, or who did you yeah, know more? Yeah, me and more? C was close. I know P more. Me and C was uh-huh. close, but P was like somebody I idolized basketball wise, so I always was following him. Okay, okay. So you was balling too. You was uh, uh, did you, you, you were you as good as P? Uh, you know, we just like this. We 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 have these arguments all the time. Where I, what I'll tell people is, you couldn't stop him from shooting. You know what I'm saying? He he gonna knock your lights out. You know what I'm saying? But he couldn't stay in front of me either. He couldn't stay in front of me. So we balled for real. We didn't like you. You see rappers and they be at the little star game and the MTV stuff. And all that, and they'd make a little shot, and somebody say, "Ooh, we can ball." They can't ball, man. We ball for real. When we was on tour back in our day, we would hit cities and play college teams and beat them, and and deal with them. And I was the shortest, and I'm six three. You know what I'm saying? But I was starting five. We 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 basically, you know what I'm saying, was a college team. You know what I'm saying? Silk Silk is is like six seven six, and they're six eight. You know, C is six seven. P is like you know six six six. You know, and uh, Ed was six five. God bless the dead. Who was a hell of a player who played at Eastern Washington University and averaged twenty two points a game. You know what I'm saying? And and then I was six three, and I played you know some in high school, and then I played in the Navy, all Navy. I was all Navy. That means. Uh, every you know within the navy and we played like you know we would play countries when our ship pull in so we played for real you know what i'm saying we you know you got a few rappers that i know can ball that that really can ball that would have been able to ball with us but you know the majority that people think nah they can't really ball man you know so we we took we we did it for real yeah hell yeah man yeah man um you know the history is just insane i've been talking to a lot of the richmond guys uh, over the past few weeks, um, you know, when P came out there, uh, when he initially went out to Richmond, eighty nine ninety, um, did you? Uh, uh, I mean, what were your thoughts at the time? Did you know what he was going to do or, uh, as far as a record? No, or? I, I just, I just know I ain't seen my bro no more. And then by the end, I was gone to the military. You know what I'm saying? So I didn't know anything about it till I came home and and. 
was, you know, met KLC and we started doing what we was doing. And then we went to Atlanta to Jack the Rapper so we could meet Jermaine Dupree, you know, to see if we can get this, get a deal. And doing the fight between Luke Skywalker records and Dead Row when that beef was on, you know what I'm saying? Uh, P ran up him and C, you know, like, what's happening? What you doing out here? And, you know, told him and, you know, that's how we started with the music shit. Gave him my cassette, you know what I'm saying? And he, you know, that was that's how it started. Oh. And he, being that he knew you when he heard that you could rap, you know what I'm saying, what was his thoughts? Was he impressed off the bat? Or? He still was more like, he was impressed. I mean, because he, he actually used my hook on West Coast Bad Boys 1 first video. And you can hear him on the video if you listen to the hook. It say hoping to get our serve on, but y'all don't hear us though. My song that I had was got to get my serve on, but niggas you don't hear me though. You know what I'm saying? So it, you know he had to like it to to want to use that. And and then even when I got up there, he still was like, man, you still when he realized I still played ball and did it at a high level. You know he was also trying to help me to get you know in college and go and and maybe get overseas or get in some NBA camps. So he still was with the, you know, because we still play ball every day. You know, we went play ball every day. Hmm. Well, P, P goes over to Richmond, uh, and you go in the military. You and C go in at the same time? No, uh, uh, no. C went in years after me, and he went in the Army. I was in the Navy. Oh, okay. Okay. And yeah. uh, uh, did you did you get deployed or...? or? Yeah, I was in the first. I was, I was, I was, I was in the first Desert Storm Iraq War. Yeah, me oh, and man. me and Mystical. I, I saw Mystical when I was out there. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so saw, yeah, we was in there. You and Mystical served together. You saw him uh, in Iraq. He, wow. Yeah, he was, but he was in he was in the army. So I saw him when we was on the ground. Yeah. So yeah, we was we. You know what I'm saying? Now we, you know, like I tell dudes, I say, man, look. You know, I, I even tell them in the hood, I say, man, look, y'all talk about going to war. Y'all be at war a little bit. Y'all don't know war. You know what I'm saying? I, I saw it. I saw it for real. I saw it up close. You know what I'm saying? I I, I watch young, 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 scared dudes become men, become beasts when they had to go, go out there, man, and come back at night, man. It, it's, uh, it, it's, it's unreal, and, and today it's even worse. But it was ridiculous back then. It was, it was some, it was, it was real, man. I mean, you know, you might in your lifetime, you might have saw a dead body, you know, maybe once, and hopefully, you never, you never, a whole bunch of people never. But to see what you know, what I saw out there, you know what I'm saying? I mean, man, that's why I always pray for these young dudes that's still in the military and going through what they're going through, man. That's at war, at war is a different world, man. One minute you're talking to a guy in camp, and next minute, you know what I'm saying, he not coming back. You know what I'm saying, and and that was happening often. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's horrible. You know, and, and you would think now, you know, 2020, uh, these endless wars would, wouldn't be around anymore. You know, they're still fighting, yeah. still making the rich money. Um, yeah. But at that time. You know, how, how did you get through that, you know what I'm saying, uh, like you said, seeing your friends die and whatnot? How did you survive? I mean, it was just, it wasn't my time. 
You know, it wasn't my time and and you know, and that's that's when rap really was getting into my mind because the stuff I was writing, the shit I was seeing, you know, I mean, it was and people always was like, you know, like, man, your stuff is dark and you know, if you saw what I saw growing up it was it was crazy. But then going there and seeing, you know, what you know, what I saw and what I went through, I mean, but it just wasn't my time. You know, I guess that's the only way I could look at it. Yeah. Uh, it's you know, it's wild, man. You, I mean, you guys were no limit soldiers for real. Um, so yeah. when you, you oh, served yeah. in the Gulf War, mystical, and see murder. Did anybody else that you know of uh, on uh, No Limit serve over there? No, no. That was. I think it was just us. Wow. Man, that's that's wild. Um, yeah, see murder now. Um, there's a chance he might uh, get out. Uh, I guess uh, Kim Kardashian's trying to, um, you know what I'm saying, uh, help with that uh, situation. He's been in there for, what, about uh, 16 years, right? Yeah, man. My dude been gone a while, man. That's, that's that's you know, it's that's rough, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and, you know, and it's not because he's my guy, man. It, it's known he's innocent. And and that's, that's a hard you know, I, I, I love him and I miss him to death, man, but I respect him in the sense of when you talk to him, that dude still, he still see. He's still a joke. He's still talking under them circumstances. I don't know how he do it, you know, because you, you, you're in there every day knowing you're an innocent man, you know, and, 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 and that's rough, man. Very, very, uh, very unfortunate, you know, um, you know, if he uh, have you have you had any opportunities to uh, talk to him at all? I mean, yeah, we talk, man. We, you know, I've talked to him and stuff. You know, I never got to see him because I just have this belief, man. I I can't go see my dudes in jail, man, because if I can't leave with him, I can't see him. You know what I'm saying? It's hard for me, and he always joke and say when I talk to him, I get emotional, man, because you know that's 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 you know that's my dude, man, and I just know, man. People don't know his heart, man. They don't know who he who he really is. They know the music, but they don't know how good of a, a dude he is, man. How, how you know how caring of a guy he is, man. Yeah. I interviewed him several times. Always very humble uh, individual. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, man. He seemed like uh, uh, New Orleans really loved him. You know, they still do. Oh, man, they, they, want, they want him back they home. Love- Oh hell yeah, man! You know, everywhere loving man. New Orleans, they miss him, man. Cause see, you know, like me and C used to get in trouble because we used to always be in New Orleans. And P, you know, you know, he just didn't want us down there. You know, C was always around, man. So people loved to see him, and he, he, he was just C. Yeah. People, uh, you know, what I'm saying it was, it was like a, a larger than life uh, figure, so to speak. Yeah, he was, man, and he loved the kids. He always was there to help them in any way he could. You know, he'll help anybody. You know, that's why I just know, you know, the kid, God, you know, God bless that kid's soul that was lost that night, you know. And it's crazy because a family member of mine was, like, friends with the kid. And, you know, me and that family member sometimes have our differences, you know, because how he feel and, like, I'm like my, my bro innocent. You know, and so it's 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 rough, man. Because and if that dude was somebody that looked up to CC, would have never hurt him, man. 
ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, it's known, no man. Yeah. Yeah. We, we come a, from a crooked... We come from a crooked system, man, and then where he went to court at, you know, that New Orleans is New Orleans, but outside of New Orleans, Kenner, Jefferson, man, there's some racist areas, man, and, you know, I mean, you know, my 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 one situation with, 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 with racist police, man, you know what I'm saying, was, you know, where I, I was stopped and, you know, you know, within that area. And I was stopped and, you know, and I was complying and everything. And I think, thank God, it was some females following me to take a picture with me. And, you know, that same area, just show you how those cops are in that system. You know what I'm saying? He he just said, oh, I need backup. And I turned around like backup. And then he hit me, you know what I'm saying, with the, with the little I'm Billy thing they have. You know what I'm saying? And he hit me and I turned around and hit him. You know, and then the other cop pulled up, you know what I'm saying? And it was like basically a fight for my life with them. You feel what I'm saying? And and if them females wouldn't have been there, they probably would have killed me. And, you know, I ended up taking me to jail. So that area, I, I, that area where he went to jail, at, he, you know, they, it's no chance for a black man in that area, man. Man, that's. That's horrible. Yeah, I, I've read a lot of reports about uh, corruption and, and um, you know what I'm saying, people coming forward to speak on C's behalf. And and, uh, and they didn't want it. They didn't. I said, yeah. yeah. And they got shame. away with it. You know? Yeah, you know, so, you know, he, he'll be home, man. I, I, I don't even look at it like, you know, hopefully he'll be home, man, and, you know, and it, it's much respect to Kim and, and Monica, you know what I'm saying, and everybody else, you know, and his brother P, you know, who, who's, who's been fighting for him, Silk, who's been fighting for him, his family, you know, everybody, you know, the lawyers and things like that, that's been fighting for him, you know, everybody together. It's a full effort, you know, and, and I'm glad that it's being brought to the light even more, you know, so, you know, to put some pressure in. I think we have a good governor here now. And I, I, you know, hopefully he he said and listened, and and pardoned him. You know. Yeah, yeah. That's that, all you need is the right person to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Instead of uh, mm-hmm. all those corrupt people, you know, um, mm-hmm. keeping people down, man. It's a damn shame. Um, yeah. But uh, now, uh, what about uh, Mr. King George? You know, we've interviewed him a couple times since I spoke to you last, and uh, you know he's uh, he's quite a character, man. He, um, I think he's mm-hmm. down with no limit, ninety to about ninety five, early ninety six, maybe. Um, mm-hmm. What what were your thoughts on King George when you met him? Solid, real, good bro, good dude. You know what I'm saying? I I still to this day, man. You know what I mean? Thing, you know, things that happened that caused, you know, him to part ways with, with P, with us, you know, that's that that was their situation, you know what I'm saying? And, and you know, but for me, man, that was, he, man, he was my guy, man. That King was a good dude, man. King t- took me under my, his wing when I got there, you know, him and Ed, man. So I, I don't have nothing bad to say about King. I could never say nothing bad about him, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I just couldn't. He he wasn't a bad dude. He was a loyal, dedicated dude. I think he just got caught in an unfortunate situation. You know? Yeah. So, 
I, I got love for him, bro. You know what I mean? You know, I, yeah, so, Lil you know, said uh, P had or he had P's back to the max. Yeah, you know, you know, Lil Rick was so talented, and you know, still is. You know what I'm saying? And you know, good dude, man. You know what I mean? Real good dude. Yeah, those guys, you know what I'm saying, um, you know, uh, Cali played a big part in the early on success in No Limit. Like, if you go back to the beginning, it was almost like, mm-hmm. um, you know, P was, it, it was a progression. He went from making mm-hmm. the album covers with Xerox machines and, and, and Polaroid pictures, you know, next yeah. thing you know, he's an 80-20 deal of priority. It's just crazy to see that. It's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I mean, it, it was it was that American dream that people talk about, the real American dream, you know, where, you know, I mean, as a as a black man, you know, the way, you know, like, you know, when people get mad with us, you know, they they say go back to Africa and things like that. So if they look at us as immigrants or whatever, we're not, you know, that's the American dream. He he made it, you know what I'm saying, and he he kept fighting and worked hard. He worked. Nobody gave him nothing. You know, they didn't want to give him nothing. He was in the Bay, he's from the South, you know, and then once he came home, he was from the South trying to, trying to, you know, make a, a rap label become the best label out there in a New York and West Coast dominated rap scene. And we, you know, and he did, you know what I'm saying? So it's that perfect American dream, man, that what it's supposed to be about. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, and all you guys, man, uh, had, had some forms of success. You, um, you know what I'm saying, you had an album that, that shot up the charts to number one, man. Um, what was that like? You know the funny part about it, man. You know, I, me and KL talked about this not about a couple of months ago. Social media really made us realize what we did. We never paid attention, man. We we didn't, we didn't, how do you say, grasping the glory or whatever, you know, when we was on top. We just kept working. We didn't see it. We didn't really worry about it. We just kept on going at it and going at it. And, and you know, so once social media came and you sit back and we, uh, you know, start resurfacing and you seeing people saying, oh, man, you're a legend, legendary. Your, your album, Life Insurance, is a classic. The next level was a classic. And you sitting back and you like, wow, like damn, you know, and you know, and I think with my kids, my kids made me realize that what they treat me like dad. I'm I'm just I'm goofy to them, man. They I tell them respect my gangster. They bust out laughing, you know. And they you ain't a gangster dad. But then when they come and walk up to me and was like dad, you know, and this one it really hits me like dad. I was at school. And they were talking about No Limit. And I said, you know, you know, Ms., what do y'all like about Mr. Servon? And they're like, oh, he was oh, he was nice. My dad used to listen to him. I know his stuff. And, my, you know, and they're like, oh, that's my dad. Oh, that's not your dad. And then, you know, they, you know, I always said their names and songs. And so, and they're like, you know, they, you know, it's for them to come home and like, dad, they really, really know you. You know, because the funniest, and, and it really hits you know, that's when it really hit home, you know what I'm saying, sometimes. And it's the smallest things, you know what I'm saying? I mean, because sometimes I could be with my kids and people will say, can I take a picture or this, that? And then my kids are like, oh, why y'all want to take a picture with him, you know? 
And and the funniest thing, one of my daughters, her favorite rappers was the Migos. And, you know, when she got to meet him and they was like, man, your dad a legend, you know, she was looking like, wow, you know, and that's when it really like hits to me, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I mean? Having the number one record in the world, like I always tell people and I tell my kids, you know, I worked hard, I made it there and nobody could ever take that from me. I'm forever in history. I'm a, I was number yeah. one. You know, That's you dumb. can look it up. And, yeah, you know, it's nothing. Nobody could take that from me, and not too many people could sit down. You've had some of the greatest artists, you know what I'm saying, and they they, they never made number one. On, you know, their album was never number one. You know what I'm saying? I mean, because yeah. I remember I replaced, I replaced and, and I know he's going through craziness and whatever, man, and, and God bless him. You know, I replaced R. Kelly and Lauren Hill at the top. And, you know, to, to know I replaced them, you know what I'm saying, at the top of it. And and then somebody made me understand, like, I was number 23 on the pop charts, where I fell into that category because of my music. And, you know, and that was something big as a rapper being on the pop charts. And not too many rappers did that. You know, so, that's, you know, yeah, that's social, extremely rare. yeah, it's crazy, man. You know, but to yeah, to pass up that Lauren Hill won like six Grammys, I think. Um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Hell, I won one of them. Shit, I would love one of them, but hey, I could say hey, I replaced her at the top. Yeah. You know what I'm saying, and that's an honor. You know, to be to be okay, I'm number one, and she was. I think when I replaced her, she fell to number three or four. I'm like, I was in the top five with Lauren Hill and and R. Kelly music, the great R. Kelly music, the t- most talented guy ever writer ever, you know what I'm saying, you know, besides his indiscretions or whatever, you know, but I was in the top five with them. You know, you, I mean, you got people like... Hmm? No, no, I'm sorry, sir. I was just going to say, uh, man, actually, the album made it, it, it... What did you say it was, 21 on the U.S. Billboard 200? It was uh, 20... It was it was 23 on the uh, pop charts, and then it was number one on the rap charts. Okay, yeah, level. well, I'm looking at here, yeah, it was number one on the uh, top R&B hip-hop albums, and it was number 14 mm-hmm. on the U.S. Billboard 200, which would be the pop oh, chart. okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, man, you, right. you, you're up there a little bit more, man. You're undercutting yourself, sir. What you doing, man? Yeah, I think, but you know what, man, it might have been life insurance is number five and then 23 on the other one, yeah, so, you know, but, yeah. you know, but, you know, and that, that's even better to know, man, you know what I mean, but. It, it means a lot, man, because one thing for me, I always said, I want to be remembered. You know, yeah. I want, you know, when I'm no longer here in flesh, I want my words to still be here. I want, you know, my kids can, when their dad no longer here, you know, they can show their kids and their kids' kids can say, look, you know, because music going to be here forever. And it's going to be a motivator in life forever. And they can sit down and say, oh, wait a minute, you like rap. They could tell their grandchild, you like rap. Let me show you your grandfather. You know, let me show you grandfather and show you he was number one at one time, you know. And so, you know, I mean, that that's, you know, they could find my music, but to be able to go Golden into era it, of I was, pop. Yeah. You know. That's amazing. Yeah, definitely, and man. And you said that. You said that, man. You said that uh, we're going to go to a break real quick uh, right here with this song, Before I Die, man. You said you want to be remembered forever. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 achieve, you achieve that, brother. We'll be right back with Mr. Servon. Don't go nowhere. Okay. 
Now you owe me, you know that, right? I'm, nah. <laughs> <laughs> How you been, though, man? man nah. Good to hear from you. I'm, I'm good. I'm blessed, man. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm still here, man, and 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 watching this thing of ours, this music thing of ours, just keep going and going and going. You know, so and and with everything going on this year right now and everything, man, it's just great to talk to all of y'all, man, because you know we losing we losing too many 
So, you know, you got to cherish oh, yeah. the time people, you know, that you talk to before. And even if you got a little issue, you know, you you got to, you know, clear that out, man, because, man, you don't get a second time here. So I'm happy, man, to speak to anybody, man, and definitely you, man. I appreciate you much, man. Oh, yeah, I always appreciate you. That's why I just called in. He was playing my jam, too. That, that's my jam right there, man. That's always my playlist. I hear that song at least two, three times a week ever since it came out. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't lose the classics. You know what I'm saying? I just, hey, they can get mad at me playing. They Like they say, oh, man, here you go again. I'll, you know, nah, man. I don't ever care, man. Be the way they never let music like that man. die, man. Yeah, man, people are going to be the way they're going to be, man. They're going to feel the way they're going to feel, man. You stick to your convictions and what you love and what you do. Appreciate yeah, it. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. You know, I had to bring out Mac J, man. You know, uh, he booked uh, he booked this show, man, about seven years ago, man. Six, seven years ago, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah man, that's crazy. Many classic episodes you call into. I still remember uh, you were, you and uh, Bushwick and, and uh, Pooh Man and DJ Paul just shopping. Man. Up, man, that was nice. And, yeah, that was think about, and think about that, man. Like, you know, God... God, God bless, bless the dead. He's not even here no more. Bush, you know what I'm saying? A legend, man. Yeah. He he was he was before me in the South. You know, like I came when I remember coming on there. Like I said, it, man. I bow to you. You feel what I'm saying? And he's not here, man. And that's crazy, man. Just so y'all life is. I was so glad we were able to do that, man. Um, and then you know, before Ready Red passed, we were able to do a, a Ghetto Boys Making Trouble show with uh, Ready Red Prince Shanti yeah. and Cyrus. Box man, uh, wow! That happened about a month before Red died. You know, it was like, yeah, you got to give people their flowers while they're here. You know, um, that's what we we've been trying to do. You know, that's been one of the missions since day one. Mm, definitely, man, and y'all do it, man, and that's we we greatly appreciate it because we we're starting to understand, like, man, you know. It's not just about the fame no more. A lot of us done had it. It's just more or less like not just about being relevant. It's just about, you know what, you know, give me that love, man. You know, I mean, I, you know, I, I did my job, you know, so, you know, it's a, we appreciate it. Trust me. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. You you get definitely one of the real ones. Uh, I'm going to bring on the homie Sim from France. He's got a uh, couple questions for you real quick, Mr. Servant. Okay. Sin. You there, brother? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hi, hi, Scott. Hi, Mike. And hi, Leisure, Mr. Savo. It's always a lot. How you doing? To have you on the show. Yeah. Nah, it's, an honor. it's an honor <laughs> to talk to you, man. Um, Thank you, man. Very, very nice, yeah. Uh, can you tell us about the song titled Check My 30 with a producer by Leisure, Kelsey, on from your album, Leaf and Surrounds? <laughs> Wait, say that again? Oh, it's a song, Time to Check My Fetty, with uh, Master P. Time to Check My Fetty. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 He yeah. wants to know about that song. Yeah. yeah. Well, what it was was, man, because what P would do, he would let us, you know, do our, be, be creative on our own, man, and do our thing, you know what I'm saying? But then, you know, he's such a genius. He'd come in and say, look, you know what I'm saying, there's certain songs, you know what I'm saying, that he's like, you know what, you, this is what you need. And, you know, and, you know, he just, you know, being him, you know what I'm saying? It was, he he just came up with it, you know what I'm saying? And he was always a master of that. 
you know, but he felt I needed that 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 money hustle song, you know what I'm saying, that, that strong song, you know what I'm saying, and then he kind of knew the life I was living, you know, you know, b- before No Limit, you know, how I was getting my money and what I was doing and how, how I was, you know, so that that's where that song came from, that was, yeah, that was his idea, you know, of that song, and, you know, you know, wanted me to talk more about where I was from, because if you notice, he talked about it in there going up, you know, you ride a turn on second and D, end up on Barone. You know, I mean, he he knew my route and the things I used to do in his route. So, you know, that was a real song. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You got also a, a song with uh, two legends who died. It was with uh, Manuel Aslim and uh, the New Orleans pioneer, uh, the late Warren Mays. It was in 94, uh, Soldier Met for Walking, uh, yeah. on the label of KC, uh, so his label Parkway Pumping Records. Can you tell us about how it was to, to record with Manuel Aslim and as a pioneer, the late Warren Mays? He was a legend. So yeah. Back. Well, you, you know, I'm going to trip you out, man. Something, I'm going to tell you something that me and KL might not have ended up on, on, on No Limit if Warren Mays would have lived. Warren Mays was actually. Uh, giving me and KL, he was going to back me and KLC money-wise to do our own label and really give us a lot of money. He gave us a club where he got a club that he gave KL and we was about to open it, you know what I'm saying? And then we really was about to, he really was putting up a lot of money for us to really, to do it, to really sign everybody that we already had, like Soldier Slim, you know, the Mysticals, everybody that was with us, he was about to really give us like I'm talking about like two hundred thousand dollars to do a label. So and if that would have happened, you know what I'm saying, more than likely, you know what I'm saying, we wouldn't have ended up at no limit. You know, so you know, him passing, but being around Warren, Warren was before his time, man. Warren was you know, people talk about they were, you know, rappers say, Oh man, I was a hustler. No, he was big time. He was big time in the streets. You know what I'm saying? But he was the coolest dude and a lot of people don't know Mia X's beautiful daughter. That's Warren Mays' daughter. If you ever look at Mia's daughter, she has a daughter, and you will see how Warren, she has the same eyes, everything, same hair. You know, that's Warren Mays, you know. So Warren was Warren was a good dude. And, you know, and with Soldier Slim, I mean, Slim was just Slim. You know, Slim was a good dude. Everybody talk about the thug part of it, man, but he was a good dude, man, and he worked. When he got in studio, he was serious. You might see some videos where he talking shit and acting up. And, nah, when that dude got in studio, he worked. He know what he wanted to do. And every song he rapped, it was real. If he said it, it happened. You know what I'm saying? So it was it was an honor, man, to watch him, you know, as a young dude. You know what I'm saying? And, and you know, I always look at life. If he could have, If he could have not went to jail. You know, early on when the soldiers were made for walking, when that album was out, you know, because that was a hot album. He went to jail. He couldn't perform. He couldn't push it. You know, and then the No Limit stuff, he went back to jail. You know, and then once he was about to do start blowing with his own deal, you know, he was taken from us. So it was like, you know, the world. That dude was very talented, man. Was he like the Nipsey Hussle yeah. of his time? Like the Nipsey Hustle in New Orleans? I think he was, we always said he was the Pac of New Orleans. 
You know what I'm saying? Not you know Nipsey. He he was like he was like Nipsey. He was real. You know what I'm saying? You know I think you know he hadn't got to that mindset. You know he still was rough around the edges. He hadn't got to that mindset like Nipsey to 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 you know to with the community and with the times and stuff like that and and you know the things Nipsey was doing. You know Slim was he was maturing to to get there. You know he would have got there. I felt because he loved New Orleans. He would have did anything for New Orleans. You know he hadn't learned how to be that way yet. Oh, so he was more he was more like the Pac. Like he was more like uh, he yeah. was still rough around the edges. You know what I'm saying militant, mm-hmm. but at the same at the same time, um, you know what I'm saying uh, a visionary, just you know ahead of his time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. He knew what he wanted to do when he came to the studio. He knew who needed to be on this song, that song. His little partners, he didn't just put them on and put them on. The right ones on, and he knew talent. All his guys, Chaotic the Kid, you know what I'm saying? All his guys that was around him, Trinity, you know, they were, you know, he picked them. They were a hell of an artist. I think he would have been a hell of a CEO, man. I think he would have been, he would have built the empire. Just imagine what, what what would have happened if guys like him and Pac and you know what I'm saying would, would have uh, been Biggie around these last twenty years, man. Biggie, Pun. Imagine um, Easy, of course. Um, yeah, I mean, they're all visionaries. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I think you know. I always said I wonder if Biggie would have been around, man, because Biggie was gonna turn into a hell of a businessman. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know, I think all of them guys you name would have turned more into businessmen. You know, Pac was getting his own label, his own deal, you know, you know, and then I look at Pac forecast all this, man, everything that's happening today. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, he had an interview where he talked about Donald Trump, about not being right, and, and, and you got all this money, but you won't help people, and now he's in the White House, and he's doing more harm than help. So that's just crazy that he he spoke of these things and police brutality and police killing and stand up for yourself and things like that and, and you know he was before his time. Yeah, yeah, all those guys were. You know what I'm saying? They definitely ahead of the time. Um, you know, but uh, now you you re-released the uh, um, you know what I'm saying? Uh, life insurance in the next level. How did you do that? Yeah, I, re- I released. Uh, well, what it is is I re-released Life Insurance, and it was supposed to be Life Insurance and the Next Level together, but I decided to do something different, and I'm the first one to do it. You know, I did the audio talking about how each song was made, the sessions and everything, so it ended up making it to the point where it's a three-CD set, and it's two two volumes on digital. You know what I'm saying? Because wow. it was so much. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, man. So, but we about to release on um, uh, we about to release the next level on my birthday, September eighteenth. Oh wow, that's coming up here real soon. Um, talking about the, yeah. the next level. Go ahead, Sam. Can you tell us about uh, the featuring uh, with Big Penisha? It was Dover, New York to N.O. Produced by Craig B. Yeah, well, how that was, how that came to intuition, um, 
Fat Joe had already did something with me, and I was cool with Fat Joe, you know. And so they had a show in the House of Blues, and I came, you know, and I didn't think Pun knew me. He knew who I was, man, and we talked. It was cool. I said, man, we got to do something. He said, let's do it. And I and I told P, and there was really strategy because we wanted New York. You know what I'm saying? We wanted New York. And so Pun was that guy at that time, so we made it happen. And when we got out there, you know, Fat Joe a real one. He's solid, man. He had my back. You know, we made sure I was all right in New York. You know, and Pun was just – Pun was the ultimate professional, man. He came in there, man, and handled his business, man. We we jailed good, and we did it, man. And, and then – I wanted to shoot the video, and P was like, nah, you're shooting it in New York. And that was something, I'm not even New York artists ever did a video in Times Square. And then we shot parts in the legendary Tunnel Club. You know what I'm saying? So, and I had Wu-Tang members in there, Capadonna, my guy, he came, shot him, you know, came and stuff like that. So, you know, and then that we had the first video, video, too. We actually, the first video that Vita Guerrero ever did, who became the first video vixen, she was in my video. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that video so that was, was dope, first I like that video. Yeah, man. And then we gave a young, 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 like, African kid, man. Um, He uh he did the video to direct it, man. We put it in his hands. And he did a hell of a job. Yeah, no. Sure. Yeah. Well, when you, after uh, you dropped the next level, you know, and it it shot up the charts and it did its thing, you know, what I'm saying, um, what happened to where you said, you know what, I'm gonna step away for a little bit and then regroup. Well, for me, man, I, I was, you know, and I I finally been honest, open, you know, with this lately. I was burnt out. You know, I was tired. I, I, you know, my kids and stuff. I never saw none of them take their first steps. I wanted to, I wanted to conquer being a father, being a better father. And at the time, I was married, being a better husband, you know. And you know, and I was tired, you know. And then it didn't seem family no more because you know it was just we were so huge. Everybody was everywhere, you know. And then when Kale and and P went through what they went through, I just felt I got caught in the middle because you know Kale came with me. And, you know, even though me and P was okay, I just was tired, you know what I'm saying, and, and burnt out, man, you know, and just, and I wasn't one that always liked the fame. I just loved the music, you know, and, and you know, the fame came with it, and you know, I used to feel like I didn't own my life, you know what I mean? You know, with fans, you had to talk to them, you was with your family, man, and they, you know, it was times that, and I loved the fans, but it was times that, you know, you would have guys like, oh, man, I want to take a picture. I'm like, I'm with my family, give me a second and they'll trip out and go off. I get in incidents in front of my kids, and it was just like it was just like I just wanted a break. Yeah, you want to get kind of like get back to some kind of normality or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and and, Especially and when you got young kids I, too, people don't be understanding that. No, no, man. It's like and 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 at that time I had my my daughter who was actually seven. She was in Virginia, and I wasn't getting to see her. And then I had a new, you know, a newborn who was a year or two years old. And, you know, and we were so close. You know, when I would come home, I would be exhausted, man. And she would want to do things and play with me and be around. And I would be exhausted. And then, bam, I'm gone again. You know, and I would come back and she bigger. She walking. And I'm like, wow, when this happened? You know, and, you know, and it was taking its toll 
on me and, and just, you know, not feeling like I own my life, you know, you know, because we do, but we do belong to the fans, you know, you know, so, you know, it's, it, it, you know, and that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, man. I, I respect that a hundred percent. You know, um, people sometimes they got to regroup. They got to go back and see their kids and, and, and their family. And, you know, uh, that's, that's stand up shit, man. I salute you for that. You know? Yeah, definitely, um, man. But you had a great time, uh, you know, throughout the years, you know, with No Limit, you know, Master P. Oh, you yeah. You get shine oh, you deserve man. now. You know, I'm, I'm very happy to see that. Um, what's in the future for you, Mr. Servan? Oh man, I have so much going on, man, and and you know, I love what I'm doing now, man. I mean, yeah, I'm re-releasing music, and then I'm releasing new music all the time. I'm doing a lot of features, but what I'm into now, man, is to consulting other artists and and mentoring other artists. You know, my con- my con- consultation business has really picked up their branding and and coming in and seeing artists with talent and and then showing them how to build a business, build a brand. You know, if they, they can't make a, a hit song, but they got the talent, we make one for them. You know, and I like that. Oh, I really? like creating. I I, I want to have, you know, and a couple has gotten, you know, deals. I got some ones I'm dealing with now, you know, you know who I feel are very talented, the Trap Girls out of Little Rock, Arkansas. They, they just imagine, just imagine two females, but they mix with, Mia, Lachat, and Gangsta Boo. Just, just take those oh, and wow. put them all together, and then you got two chicks, and and they 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 about to be that they 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 street, but they they got it. You know what I'm saying? And then I got one guy. You remember the? You remember the? Uh, his name is Armani out of uh, Meridian, Mississippi. And remember, remember the Kanye dropout album, Kanye from the dropout Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like Kanye was that hell of an artist and a hell of a producer. You yeah, feel what I'm saying? Yeah, this kid is that all over again. You know what I'm saying? And I got him and I got a kid, you know, that I'm working with, you know, down Pat from out of Florida, who I think has one of the greatest ears and knows how to put together songs and a hell of a lyricist. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, I'm working with him. him. We had him on here, too. Yeah, yeah no man, Pat, Pat, Pat is He's unbelievable, man, and he's really right now my partner in, in doing things with these with the No Limit albums, and you know, I'm, and I'm gonna spend more time getting him where he need to go, you know, because I want him to get his his time, you know what I'm saying? So it's going, it's, you know, it's, it's and I'm working with some new young producers. I have my hit Gurus Production Company, you know, what I mean, I'm writing short films now. I, I've developed something new for the artists you know, getting them to shoot short films instead of just shooting a bunch of videos, you know, teaching them how to catch streaming money in different avenues, having a short film, you know, you catching, you know, on, on, on Prime and Amazon Prime and, and uh, Netflix and all that. But then at the same time, you know, you'll be able to still get your streaming from your videos because I'm ad-libbing those videos within that and writing these short films for them. So, just coming up with more innovative ways for artists to, to build a brand. And I like that. I want to sit back and be able to look at having four or five artists that's at the top, you know, in a couple of years and being able to watch that and, and know that 
they're going to do it right because they was taught right. Yeah. By somebody who, who's been, you know what I'm saying, who has the experience, who's been there. Yeah, and and also, you know, just teaching them business and also about dealing with their communities. And, you know, I want them to be artists. I want to change the narrative of what people think of rappers, even though we don't care sometimes, but I want to change that narrative, put artists out there that are great artists, great businessmen, community leaders, you know what I'm saying? And not with all the rah-rah and all the craziness that goes on with social media today. I want them to use social media the same way the people that invented social media uses it, which is a tool to, to, to create revenue and also create change and things like that. So I want those type of artists. That's what I'm building. That's what's up, man. The game need the game need a lot of that too, as far as when it comes to the rap section of the game too. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause yeah. they don't need to see that everybody is just out there on the rah rah or the social media beefing or the the trend yeah. chasing and all that. It's it's kind of refreshing to see cats that ain't on that, especially young guys. You know? Yeah, and that's what I, I, I want, love man. seeing I want... the young guy that's that's moving older than what he really is because he's thinking ahead of time. Yeah, because if you create that, and that's how you can narrate the change. You create one, you know, four or five of those type of artists, male and female, and they become very successful. Then that's going to be the blueprint. So other artists behind going to follow. And now you're going to have artists that will work together that will not be with the beef or they're not dying in their city. You know, like all these great, awesome Chicago rappers are constantly dying or getting shot up and things like that. And they'll never get to really see the fruits of what they what they want. I want to create right. artists that, that that knows how to not deal with, you know what I'm saying, know how to, you know, like stick to your music, stick to your brand. You know, like I was telling my young artist, Amani, he's rising right now. And I warned him, like, I let him see, video, you know, uh, Biggie video when it was interviewing him in Rap City, Joe Claire, and he just sit back and say, more money, more problems. And I said, look at that look on his face. It's like he knew, you know what I'm saying, what was going to come to him. But he couldn't get out the way of it because he was put right there. You know, you don't have to be put right there. You know, you, you can, you know, and, you know, he's rising and, and perfect example. And then I got some other kid, you know, who I guess just wants some notoriety now just out the clear blue talking to him. And he, he's a real one. And I'm like, look, man, look. Unless he unless he comes and get in your way, get to your house and your kid, don't ignore that. Don't worry about that. You feel what I'm saying? You leave that alone because that's going to derail you. And a lot of young artists today don't have nobody to tell them that. I mean, you look at the situation with Meg, you know, so such a talented young lady, fought hard, got where she at. And, and Tory Lanez, who's a, a talented artist, good kid. You know, might have been drinking that night, mentally, you know, not right, you know, and nobody was there to control that situation. You know, nobody was there to where they've been taught, don't put yourself in this position. You're getting that drunk, you should, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to be like that. You know, whatever the situation, like you say, was alcohol involved, you know what I'm saying? And Meg is a superstar. Tori is a superstar. And, and there's no way she should have been in that position. You know, if she'd had the right people in there, she might not even been in that club. That's the one thing I loved about with with P. You know, he used to get on me about going to clubs, going to clubs, and I finally had an incident. And mm-hmm. he said, "See what I'm talking? See what I'm talking about?" 
you know, and after that, we that's why we never did after parties. We just came, did our business, and we went back to the hotel, got up the next day, went to the next city. You know what I'm saying? Our mission was to get our families out of out of poverty and, and, and build ourselves for the future. And that's what I'm trying to do with a lot of these artists, man. And I, when I look at the Meg thing, you know, where was the people that was that, that you know, you're a superstar. You, you don't right. need to be in the spot you was at and doing what you was doing. You know, when you sign up for this shit, you know what I'm saying? You you got to understand the bad with the good, you know, and I and I, I feel bad for her. She's a female. And I feel bad for Tori. Tori was, Tori was that guy. You know, he's one of them little guys, them young superstars. And now his, he, because of a alcohol-related situation, one bad decision, whatever the situation was, now that kid name is Smith, everything, you know, is he is pushed back. And now how he come out there, and this is what I mean about artists like myself and other older artists, you can't be mad at these youngsters getting it. Teach them. All right, who's teaching Tory right now? Like, don't make a mistake and come out and put a song out talking crazy. Don't say nothing right now. You know, you know, send a, if anything, send a pop, public apology about whatever happened that night. I'm so, you know, the right thing to do, you know what I'm saying? And, and, but they wouldn't have been in that situation if they were mentored right. You know what right. I'm do saying? You think, and, and uh, so, do you think the, uh, the artists now get more hate from outside people than, than you guys got? Because I'm pretty sure y'all had plenty of haters too. But do you think with the access that they got with the social media now, a lot of them just don't know how to handle a whole lot of people? No. Uh, the access that people have to them and they react off of it wrong. Do you think they got more no. haters? Is what I'm trying to no, no, trying to allude to. Okay, that's the difference. Social media is where they can get to artists more. Only time you was able to get to artists in my time, if you came to our show and if we decided to stay out after or whatever would not, you know, you would read whatever we got on our mind in the magazine. See now and then the difference is we came through the struggle. Meaning, like, we had to earn, you know, we earned it being coming to clubs and cities where every artist in my generation went through it. Like, they might not feel you in that city, but you came there and you had to do what you had to do. We went through the struggle. And so that hardened us, you know, and, and, and it kept us on our toes where a lot of these artists, they come from off the Internet. They never had to go through the grind and the vigorous what goes on in the learning process, you know what I'm saying, and, and, and appreciate it more. It comes for them so easy that when they're online, they they don't they're not taught to be like like it's like okay perfect example I was doing an interview and it was live on Instagram and I saw I could see comments like from these same three that just oh man talking about oh what's up with his head what's up with oh his shirt he got now I got on a, at that time and I don't brag about nothing I had on a three hundred dollar shirt. And I don't, I'm not into yeah, all that, trying you know to what I'm saying? But it was, you know, but, yeah, you know, and, and see somebody at a younger generation would have stopped and said, man, fuck you, don't play with me, little bitch, da 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 You know, for me, I'm continuing my interview. Like, I know what you're trying yeah. to do. You're trying to give me the answer, and you're trying to make get attention, you know what I'm saying? And you got issues when you're sitting down trying to, so you can go put it back up and say, man, serve on, answer me back. I got beef with him. You know, we was taught better than that. You know, we was taught you talk and you say anything when you see me talk and say that same thing. And I guarantee exactly. you won't. 
you yeah, know, see, I had until, it like that once before years ago. Remember that prayers when I, I, I used to go in the comments, people would be on the comments and they just talk that shit, you know, and I always felt like I had to defend oh, what yeah. me and prayers were yeah. doing. The prayers told me the same thing. He was like, man, look, you'll be fighting with these dudes all day, every day. They're just day. happy that it's actually you that's responsible. And arguing with a Trump supporter, you, you're just not going to get yeah, through yeah. You ain't going to get through, you know? man. And, and then, again, a lot of people, man, I'm going to be real with you, a lot of these young people that be doing that to these artists, they don't have nothing going on with their life, man. And and so, you know, they got a lot of, you know, a lot of young people are troubled, man. And that's how I look at it, that that, that come on there and troll and all this other stuff, you know what I mean? And, and they just need attention. And what you can't do as an artist and see these younger artists, you know, it's not that they have more haters, because we probably mm-hmm. had a whole lot, man. We might have sell a million records, but we probably had a whole. We had millions, probably had millions that didn't like us. I mean, I see it now on social media. Oh man, all them were whack. All them, you know. And but we, they weren't able to get to us. And even now, like for me, I don't even argue with guys. I had a guy one day that was just like, oh man, he whack as shit, and he didn't know I'm on Facebook. And my name on there was my real name, Corey Smith. So he thinking right. and it's in the No Limit group. Now, he in the No Limit group chat. And he's like, man, yeah, man, man, sir, it was whack as shit. I said, yeah, that's how you, you thought he was whack? He was like, bro, you know he whack. You know he whack. And everybody in there that was in there knew that was me. You know what I'm saying? And they yeah. just kept laughing out loud saying, you don't even know who you're talking to. And I said, well, you apparently you got his music, right? And he was like, yeah. He said, but it was whack. I said, so you paid for both albums? Yeah, but it was whack. I said, okay. I said, well, I want to thank you for your contribution. My kids, man, especially the ones that got businesses and they graduated from college, we thank you. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he ran back, and he comes in my inbox. Man, I'm just saying, man, it's like you change your style. So he was mad at me that I changed my style from life insurance to the next level. So all of a sudden, I'm whacked to him. You know, and then yeah. when we start really talking, this is the one going to get you. His ex-wife, you know, used to love my music, and he said he just couldn't stand me from then on. See, yeah, so that, he had his own know, little issues and took it out on yeah, your music, man. man. Yeah. I mean, but that's uh, the way it is today, man. Right. I think a lot of these, and then a lot of these young kids that are on the Internet talking reckless to these young rappers, you know, they are, you know what I'm saying, you know, they, they more or less, you know, they, 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 a lot of them don't have fathers. A lot of them don't have good family stuff to teach them, like, don't do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm right. actually, when my son talking to his friends, you know what I'm saying? And he, and I catch him cursing, like really cursing. Like I called my son one day, you know what I'm saying? And all the cursing I did, right, on the song, and just show you how some of these kids don't have parents that know what they're doing. I watch my son. I might. I don't. Chi- I don't chime in. I don't say anything until I saw him with the man, nigga, this and fuck, fuck that, you little bitch, and all this. And I, 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 I came on there. I said, young man, you know we don't do it like that. And he didn't respond again. And he was like, Dad, you damn, why you did me like that? I said, man, you don't be. You know what I'm saying? I use that word, that n word, too much. I said, and I'm not trying to use it. I said, and then you cursing and calling another man out his name. I said, unless you're ready to go 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 toe to toe with that man, you don't do that. 
You know, and so you, you know, I mean, I think that's I think that's what a lot of these. Yeah, but I think that's why you see a lot of these young people trolling these other ones, and then a lot of them be rappers that's trolling these other young rappers, act, you know, going at them because they can't, they they don't have what it takes to to be big, and so they trying to get, do it the lazy way. I'm gonna get him to say something this and that and that. And a lot of these young rappers, they don't have mentors. They don't have the right people telling them, man, don't answer that shit. Pay no attention to that, man. This is what comes with it. This is what comes with it. When you at the top, this is what comes with it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I Like I told Mac, you know, years ago, I, I tried my best to just uh, uh, ignore the comments. I mean, I had him say some of the craziest things. Like when my dad had cancer, I had some asshole on YouTube say, is your dad dead yet? It's like, what in the fuck? You know what I'm saying? You can't argue with some asshole that's 1,200 miles away or even in another country, and you don't know if that's a 15-year-old kid, a 40-year-old yep. woman. It's a fake profile. It's a, it's a fake fuck on the other side of that computer screen, and, you know, just watching mm-hmm. drama. Yeah, and most of the time they don't even have a, a picture, no post. You know, that's just yeah. what they're doing, and... All you could do, man, is, you know, when they, and they when they go deep like that, when they disrespectful in that manner, what you was going through, I'm not mad at you for saying something if you said something. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, it's like, man, I done got to the point where I'm like, you know, they're going to say what they're going to say, man, and it don't change nothing. I, yeah, so it is what it is. It comes with this. This what comes with it, bro. Yeah. This, this yeah. Oh, social media man. is a gift and a curse. Social media is a gift and a curse, man. It is, man. It's it's a gift for the for the great people we meet along the way. You know what I'm saying? And it's a curse for the mm-hmm. people like that that we got to deal with. But um, you know, uh, I won't keep you much longer. I just got one more for you, sir. Um, I saw a clip the other day about uh, where you guys were doing a concert. I don't know if you were at this concert or not, but Snoop was backstage and Death Row caught him. Um, and you guys didn't know about it. You guys were still performing. Um, I guess Snoop was supposed to come out and do an encore performance with you guys. Were you there for that show? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And, you know, they caught him back there. They didn't really do him anything. And when we found out, we ran them. You know, we couldn't, we came, trust me, we caught hold of a few, you know what I'm saying? And, and and the police really kept us from doing what we wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, that's what came with it. You know, they they were the type, man, and, and as great as that real label was, you know, and, and people might be like, man, are you crazy for saying this? Suge was, you know, Suge, and he knew it, you know, his immaturity, you know, got him where he's at right now, but he was the innovator of what he did and how he ran, he did the label. And th- oh, Lord. See, that it goes. It's beach around here. Mm. You see what's going on around your head? I mean, it's, it's crazy, but yeah, man, but we, were, we, we made it through that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You got uh, um I mean, yeah, like you said, the police stopped you guys, you know, from... Uh, yeah, that luckily, could have been bad. That could luckily, have been, it didn't escalate, been though. Yeah, that could have been you know? in us. You know, when you know, uh, we were talking to the, the people for Jack the Rapper, 
uh, you know, like like we had JT Money on here and some other guys. In '94, when they uh, uh, they had the last check, the rapper, they got into it with that throw, man, and people was just slicing each other up. You know what I'm saying? They uh, Luke Luke's like he stopped. He was running from the police. He stopped and took pictures with fans. He had blood all over his shirt. You know, it's yeah, like, that's that's what. And that was the like that, that was how, that's how we met. That's how I met P doing doing that fight. Like met P again and and gave my cassette doing that fight at Jack the Rappers. Yeah. Oh, so you were at the Death Row Luke Records uh, brawl over there? Jack the Rappers at the Marriott Marquis in Atlanta. Yeah. Wow, that's where that that's where I met P and too. gave him and gave and met P and gave him my first cassette. That's crazy. What the hell were you? What the hell were you guys thinking? Man, we was we was. I mean, me and KL was together. I had my gun with me. We just watching this shit unfold, and we were actually in a corner, you know, with uh, what's their name, man? What's what's the group that um, CI White? Uh, was with at one time. I forgot her name. Escape. 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 Yeah, they were getting about to get yeah. on the elevator, and we were in the corner with standing with, like next to them when all this was going on. And P walked up him to see like what's happening, like through all this chaos, you know, like what's happening. Wow. Like, yeah, like it's so, not really. Uh, but then again, you guys are from New Orleans. At this point, you already been in the Gulf War, so you you. Yeah. Yeah, that's tough, man. Yeah, as long as it didn't come near us, we was good. Yeah. That's so wild, though, man. You, I mean, you was right in the vicinity of JT Money and all them guys. And, and uh, yeah. um, that's, I, I just brought that up by chance because of the Snoop one, man. That's wild that you were there. Yeah. Yeah, man. Jay, by the way, JT, man, always been one of my favorites, man. Yeah. Yeah, he's cold, man. He's got he's got a new uh, new album coming out himself. Uh, you know, yeah, maybe you guys could do something in the future. That would be a hell of a collaboration. Yeah, hey, man, hey, that would be an honor with him. You know what I'm saying? It'd definitely be an honor. Yeah. You know, so shit, definitely, man. Y'all can hook it up. We could make it happen, man. Definitely, definitely. Well, sir, uh, before we get out of here, man, uh, man, is there anything you want to say? Uh, uh, platform is all yours, man. I just want to say, man, to everybody out there, man, number one, stay safe. You know what I'm saying? Be closer to your family. You know, love each other. Get past any beefs you got with your family because tomorrow not promised. My young artist, man, you're a brand like Coke and Pepsi. Build your brand. Work hard. Do what you got to do. You know, perfect your craft, man. Just stay in studio, work. Nothing is given to you, you know, and, and, and support each other, man. I mean, take the challenge. If he hot, you hot, y'all do something together and see who the hottest on the track, man. Make history. You know what I mean? They, this thing of ours done went through too many changes, and the young guys, y'all, y'all holding it, man. I have nothing against none of y'all. I love y'all out there. Just do what y'all got to do, man, and, and go out and vote, man. It's time that this guy, I don't say his name, that guy, he got to go. You know, I, I, I'm not sitting there saying I'm, 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 I'm a Biden, com, com, you know, Kamala Harris, you know, com, you know, if I pronounce the name right, I'm not saying, you know, but I felt like we need a younger blood in there. But, you know, it is what it is. But this guy, you know, we, we have to get our country back. You know, I mean, I think everybody has out there has, 
voice the way they really feel. Even the people that are racist, they didn't came out, they didn't got it all out their system. And hopefully, when he gone, they'll see. Okay, being that way and and listening to him and all the things that were going on, it didn't help them not one minute to get better and better in life. Where you know it's a struggle. You know what I'm saying? And and hopefully we can you know get him out of office, get his people out that place. You know, and and maybe those two people that's going in there. They can bring some normalcy back to this country, and then we can really see and look back and say in four years, look how we were. You know what I'm saying? I mean, and and even the police out there, because not all police are bad, but they got a lot of bad apples. You know what I'm saying? And and I think, you know, and and maybe somebody get in there and not, you know, take it out on all the police, because we do need police in our communities. But you know, you you know, we we we're not mature enough to police our communities yet. I don't care what skin color you are in your community. We're not, you know, dedicated in there for that. You know, but I, you know, I think somebody in there to to punish the ones to the fullest that are wrong. You know, weed out the 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 other ones within the justice system. Put the right people in there. You know, what I mean, and and our young people, please stand up, go vote. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't let nobody tell you your vote don't count. You know what I'm saying? I mean, just just do it. If, you know, get him out of there. It's time, man. We our country oh, is is our country is broken, man. It's 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 more broken than it's ever been. It's it's you know, and we're headed the wrong direction. You know what I mean? And and it, it needs to be straightened out. So just everybody out there, you know, be safe. Make sure you you know taking better care of yourself, health wise, and just try to love love more, man. That's that's the only things I want people to know out there. Man, this is real talk, man. Thank you, Mr. Sherman. Oh, and the, um, and the next level, the next level being re-released September 18th. September 18th. And, and are you going to have it digitally and physical? Digi- digital and physical. And life insurance is out there right now streaming like crazy. You know, go check it out. You know, y'all say y'all wanted it. It's there now. Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah, man. Uh, we're we're going to give him this song here, man. This is for the love, Mr. Servon. Thank you so much once again for uh, coming on the show. It's always an honor. Uh, man, we'll be getting at you real soon, sir. Definitely, man. Yeah. Now they want to show me love. Why they want to show me love? They ain't wanna show me love, but now they wanna show me love Cause I'm getting to the back, so throw your hands up when you see me with the models in the club Yeah, we ballin' in the club Now they wanna show me love, see me chillin' with my thugs I be getting to the back, so throw your hands up when you see me Cause we do it for the love Put your hands up Throw the beats up, cause we goin' all up Everybody turns up Left hand red cup, right hand bands up Pull up in the bench truck G.A. stand up, might get a Lambo Chop chop in the bando Strapped up Rambo, don't play dumb though Blessed in my sento Pull up with a bankroll, gotta fill up my bow Gotta aim up like a bow Know I'm gonna hit my goal, I ain't gotta sell my soul I defeated all my demons Now my blessings I'm receiving Me the devil ain't deceiving 